0: I always think about that. Whenever I throw up the horns in that way, I always think about that fucking picture of uh, Nathan yep. Fielder just throwing up his horn, throwing up the horns, I think, by, like, a police station. Pretty funny. Uh, Sup, string, Nathan Fielder, sub king. You know, just, just talking about hobbies, Dude,
1: believe it or not. I, I freaking love hobbies. Can we talk about it? Yeah, can we talk about how it's hobbies? Yo, how are our hobbies today?
0: Hobbies good. Um, hobbies been really, good. Been really Stop. into bond we really into bonsai trees. Uh, that's right. hobbies. Um, Dude, that's really, definitely. Definitely, hobbies. definitely hobbies. Been been also really into to stamp collecting. Um, yeah. Gladly thinking about thinking about maybe starting to uh enjoy uh starting to enjoy fucking refreshing tea. time enjoy refreshing time is what i, what I meant to say enjoy refreshing wow. what time. enjoy refreshing what How to I, how to uh,
2: how to how to really make a cup of good tea. How to
0: make a how to make a really cup of good tea. <laughs> really uh, of good tea. How to really Italian a stereotype. <laughs> uh, it's good. Um, I I totally won a round of trivia last night because I knew about Susan Powder and I knew about Susan Powder's catchphrase from fucking Space Get Ghost. So nice, yeah. That's stop obvious. the insani- stop the insanity uh was a catchphrase, and that was the answer. So it was literally like a game, a game winning trivia question. So it rules. Dude, that fucking
1: rules. It's hobbies.
0: Did I tell so you yeah, guys
1: uh doing a big trip next month? What? Where are you going? What are you doing? Uh, it's for work. I gotta I gotta visit a lot of different things and I had to go to like Wisconsin and then had to like nebraska and colorado They come like way back i'm gonna to try to do everything in five days so it's basically gonna kill me i'm excited for it though it's going to be are you obvious. flying no i'm gonna drive there's there's too many places that i have to stop that it would probably take me twice as long to like get six or seven different yep. flights so it's like it's like 10 sites five days zero survivors and you know what oh. uh, i'm here for it
2: it sounds it sounds like uh more than a uh more than a more like a hobby than a job.
1: It's so definitely a hobby. It's definitely hobbies. Definitely hobbies. Hey Dan,
3: Let's talking about well, hobbies.
1: What's up, Dan talking about yeah, hobbies. the Dan hobby.
3: <laughs> indeed, hobbies. Indeed. Hobbies indeed. <laughs>
0: hobbies indeed is just the editorial fucking tagline of this podcast now. Oh, whoa. Uh, <laughs> uh, fuck, man.
2: I like the idea this of the is. Dan hobby being just being really into <laughs> Steely Dan. Uh, just being like Uh, being a real gaucho head though for some reason (laughs) and and pretending that's the pinnacle of their career which you know uh, in my in my groups and in my circles it is so
0: in my groups
2: in my groups
0: I've got a I've got a fucking uh, a circle of uh, leftist uh, steely dan appreciators called called gaucho marks (laughs) so
2: All right. Well, it's not going to get um, any better than that. Let's just end
3: this fucking episode already. Dump it. Let's fucking <laughs> dump it. Um, Good time, guys. Thanks for having
0: me. Yeah, you know we appreciate you guys hanging out with <laughs> us as hobbies. Um, Goodbye. We, Good do, we do. We do want to talk about you know our our sponsor, which is literally just Steely Dan. Um, go listen to some Steely Dan records today. Thank you.
3: Thank well, you. It's going to be Dan and Don's Hobby Store. Yeah.
0: Steely Don dude <laughs> fucking Steely Don i my Steely um, pulling up my fucking notes here um,
3: yeah, I'm going to I'm have to raw dog this one I'm coming on uh, a little I haven't watched this episode in a really really long time no, I,
0: good. I, I, wa- I, I watched it but I was too exasperated to really take notes I was also just like I was also just like huffing down a bowl of rice in the middle of like an incredibly busy day 'Cause it had been like it was like 5 30 p.m. and I hadn't fucking eaten yet. So uh that's just that's where my shit is. Um,
2: not- yeah. Um I can't uh, off. Uh I I yeah, actually so- like this episode.
1: No, I oh,
3: thought this, this is, is really one of my episode. Yeah. Oh wow, I dude. Did- I assumed James was gonna be the consummate villain and say the episode <laughs> <song>.
0: <laughs> Yeah, no. I, I enjoyed the I'm episode. It was it was it was very feel good. Um by the way, uh, welcome, guys, guys and gals. Uh, we're, we're, we're here. We're talking about the fucking Sea lab uh, It's the Sea yep, lab pod. Uh, check under the sea. We haven't said that in a while. And today we're talking about season four, episode 10, uh, nearing the end point of the series. Talking about Caveman, um, aired uh, April 4th, 2005, and in this episode, Quinn and Stormy are stuck in a cave with only 10 minutes of oxygen while C-Lab burns. They rehash a number of things about their lives and the current week's destruction of C-Lab, often through fighting, and finally ascend to heaven together, where they begin an afterlife full of encounters with longtime friends and prostitutes. Um, now let's get into it. We, with, yeah, us, it with us is, with us oh, yeah. is Dan with us is
2: Dan. Hey Hey, Don. What's good? Hey Don.
3: What's up Don? Don indeed. Don Don indeed. indeed. Uh,
2: (laughs) I think that the reason this episode worked for me is because it's a return to the claustrophobic form of the earlier seasons. Classic bottle episode. Yes and and I uh I really I really appreciated that um and and honestly i just loved a little a little fucking uh quinn and and stormy time um i think that that really was fun and 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 also
3: a classic yeah
2: yeah i uh it reminded me a, a bit of the episode where they're in the like the the jail cell together um i can't remember what that is That's the cannon. yeah uh, and uh and 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 yeah, I, I think like Coleman said, or like Jim said, the the, the uh, <laughs> um yeah, that that to me created a lot of feel good vibes. Uh, plus the whole thing just being punctuated with excellent shark sound effects. Uh, I think every oh time the god. shark made a sound,
3: I laughed. Um, Freaking hate that shark! <laughs> a- oh my god. That that shark
1: makes the same sound as the bear from Baffler Meal from Space yes!
3: Ghost.
1: Yes! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, that's a fantastic. Or yeah, Old Kentucky Shark. Maybe maybe not the Baffler Meal. Yeah. Sound. No, it's from yeah, it's Old the, Kentucky. It's the, yeah Old Kentucky. Um, yeah, he's been here. for over, Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's
1: yeah. Al, you're you're exactly right. This, this episode feels amazing because it it feels like it's, it's a season one episode almost the entire time through like there's like a few things where you're like eh maybe but i mean yeah this this is a really solid episode like i i definitely take back everything i said about how every episode of the season sucks because there's at least three or four that are, i think are really good this is definitely one yeah. of them
0: and just like yeah, it's, that we become, oh, we become a season four apologist pod indeed
3: <laughs> indeed <laughs> indeed the worst kind of indeed uh, no, it's, it's, this would definitely probably hit up there with like in my top 10, if not 15 of favorite Sea lab episodes. It's, it's just a good genuine be- between like Quinn and, and Sparks. And when you kind of realize it's the last episode, you kind of realize it's like their last, like goofy encounter together. And it's a humdinger, man. They're just, <laughs> it's just a lot of Quinn yelling and, and Sparks being absolutely ridiculous, dude, as, as a tone by his waterproof paints that <laughs> So that makes me laugh every time I think about
2: him. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, underwater paints. Well, it's wet because we're underwater.
0: God. I love Stormy so much. Uh, he's my favorite fucking character.
2: Easily. I think I think so too for me. Yeah. Like he's just just the 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 true himbo that we all really want to be deep down.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. It's just no thought, no thoughts, just vibes. Except when he occasionally does get smart, which is the only way to be be smart is to only occasionally do it. Um, to wit, to that point, I want to fucking start writing Dostoevsky quotes on bathroom walls. He's, I think that's fucking hilarious. Um, Sarcasm,
2: also... the last refuge of modest and chaste soul people, when the privacy of their soul is coarsely and intrusively invaded.
0: Coarsely and intrusively invaded, indeed. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Um, I I also think that I also think that what's your great big idea is a really really great clapback that I want to start using. This is very very stilted, and the more you think about it, the less sense it makes. Um, <laughs> R. P. Kemp talking about talking about the uh, the shark noises. It fucking absolutely destroyed me when the shark just goes, (laughs) uh
3: Jesus.
2: I also. I fucking died.
3: Oh man, I Uh, There's some really good visual, funny like aspects of this, like episode two. Whenever they break from the cave where they're bottling, it's just like. With the trail of dead rabbit.
0: <laughs> yes.
3: The sharks to the cave. like, well, I need to make sure we got back to see. Life.
0: Also, just like, I know that we talk, we talk about, you know, the inconsistencies of the animation in this show. And I just think it is peak fucking when the heads are in the helmets talking. Like, I think that that is peak, peak fucking funny.
3: That is good. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's really good.
0: I um I think that the heaven the heaven fits go off like I I really enjoy the heaven clothes um be okay with heaven if the fits look like that um and uh
3: <laughs> even beard guy made
0: it even beard guy is there yeah that's I just had I just had written down even beard guy um yeah and the it was funny that they mentioned dead hookers because this was 2005 was peak dead hooker joke. Obviously like we want to add that to the laundry list of like stuff that didn't age and like, um, (sighs) wouldn't fly, wouldn't fly now, but like that is, that was, it was impossible to avoid dead hooker jokes in 2005. Like there is no two ways about that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I can I can co-sign that. I was there. I lived through it. It was yep. they they happened. Uh, yeah,
0: we're definitely oh,
3: weird. Cool. Um
0: I didn't I didn't have a whole lot written down because I just like I I found myself just actually I was eating rice and enjoying the episode, you know? <laughs>
3: like, yeah. Like how yeah, you should. Yeah. Like you should be like eating and fucking watching TV. Like it's it's the enemy yeah. of like just enjoying C Lab. Yeah. Um, I, I watched yeah, this I one
2: back to back with uh Shrabster and Same. it was just for me, I was just like, God, this is so much better. Like whatever writing team was on this uh, just gets the show, gets the constraints, knows how to make it funny. Like, um, and, and yeah, I, I think that this dark contrast between between those two writing styles really came out in in in, in that in this uh in, in, in that pairing. Um yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you can tell like the big guns came out to close out the season, like all of a sudden they just like started running some like humdingers. You know, it's not all just trying to be like weird, leaving C Lab shit like it did with like the early season with like, you know, like uh you know, the joy of grief and like shit like that like the chupacabra ones and stuff like that uh where it just feels like they're kind of i think they're trying to like break a mold in c lab and then by the end of it they're like probably realizing it's gonna be the last season and being like we should just go back to like what brought us and just yeah some kind of classically funny episodes classically
0: funny indeed Oh, it did it did definitely work because um i don't know i, I was pleasantly surprised i really enjoy it i think that the whole the, the thing that we come back to is that generally the more spare and limited the premise of the episode is the better at the episode ends up being like this is a show that fucking thrives off of scarcity and it's a show that is at its best when it's incredibly restricted in the, the amount of space and time it can actually navigate it in an episode um and i think that's one of the weirdest things i think it's one of the things that makes the show legitimately a very interesting and good show is that that parameter exists and i think that the absence of that parameter is nearly always bad
3: yeah i man (laughs) put very well indeed uh you fucking crushed it dude like that's the scarcity of that show whenever they have like time to just sit in one room and let the dialogue carry it uh tends to always be just fantastic like that's when you get the great one-liners It's when you get the um you know just the the kind of that even like with the, the show cut, like even it gets like sort of wholesome there towards the end like sparks trying to catch up to him on air and he's like yeah it was a really nice gesture by you fucking great a freaking great gesture <laughs> you know um it's just it has like that genuine like i don't know character interaction that just feels like like so, I don't know. I mean, especially if we're still watching it this many years later, that like it's sat hard enough with us. It was like, yeah, those are like, that kind of pairing is great, It's classic and fun.
0: Absolutely, um, very fun indeed. So I uh, th- this is this is an ap- isn't particularly apropos of the uh, of the episode, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it that um, mythical, which is you know the you know, one of the oldest YouTube empires that exists. Do you, are you familiar with it? No. Okay. Am
3: so I sounding like a noob by saying no.
0: No, no, definitely not. It's like very, it's like a very, like it's the most normie-pilled show on the entire fucking YouTube universe. And it's been around since like 06. And so it's actually like completely reasonable if somebody doesn't know about it for as weird as that sounds. But anyway, they... um their whole thing is it's essentially it's a it's a youtube show it happens in the morning where like these two comedians who are very charming uh just eat weird stuff and review it and talk about it and it often like takes kind of like a game show format but it spun up this entire side uh universe called mythical kitchen where they actually like this group of chefs actually, like, engineers and builds the weird things they eat. Anyway, they made fucking potato chips that are low fish flavored, that are fucking fugu flavored, a la fucking the fugu that is featured in the Stimutex episode of the show. And I thought that was hilarious. Like, they 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 made a fucking legitimate like poisonous blowfish flavored potato chip and
3: are those the, are those the guys yeah. that like put like the gold flakes on freaking like chicken wings to be like we created three hundred dollar chicken wing like oh anything. no
0: you're thinking i think you're thinking of worth it um okay or the, the or the try guys the try guys are also like uh no, 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 i think
3: i see this one dude like makes like the two hundred dollar grilled cheese. Oh, like oh you're no, absolutely
0: myth- no. Yeah, it is mythical kitchen. They yeah, they do the yeah. fancy fast food thing. You're totally yeah, right. Like yeah, that there, is a part of what they do.
3: Where I can't sleep and I'm like scrolling through like the Snapchat, like whatever, like you might like this bullshit, like yeah and stuff, like that. Those that, those always come up, and every once in a while I watch one, so I, I do know. I guess I do yeah. know who those guys are.
0: Yep. So anyway, that's funny, funny and weird and cool. That like.
3: an accidental
0: fucking (laughs) c-lab reference Uh,
3: do they even know it Do they even reference like mention uh, c-lab at all i
0: I don't i don't think so which is even funnier um but yeah it looks like it looks like uh looks like we lost j.i and um i am totally cool with us putting a pin in this episode because i don't think there's much else to say um al do you have anything else
2: no, nah, solid episode. Uh, you know, I think if there's if there's more like this, it's going to make the end of season four acceptable. So
0: very very strong, even man, strong indeed. Acceptable strong at the very indeed.
3: Least. Well, you probably got like what one or two left.
0: Yeah, there's three left after this. So
3: okay,
0: yeah, and then we'll um, what we're gonna start. Uh, you'll probably be getting a barrage of communication from me across December about like, you know, lining up. Um because the volume that we're gonna have to do with aquaine is gonna dictate that this like that this the production of this show happens on a more reliable schedule. Um so like for the sake of because we want to have a lot of guests and stuff, and for the sake of just like being sensitive to everybody's chaotic lives, we're gonna definitely like get more consistent with when we when we record the, the show, so, uh, well, I'll be keeping in touch with you about getting getting episodes scheduled with you on. Sure,
3: definitely. get, get yourself a Google Calendar going, man.
0: Oh yeah, for sure, or something, something like that. Uh, definitely, yeah. if you haven't already, definitely like think about it and send me send me episodes, episodes that you'd like to that sure. you'd like to talk about, and I have a master yeah. list right now of of folks and what episodes. So yeah.
3: Right on. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, yeah. yeah, if you guys do a C-Lab wrap-up show, too, man, like I would always love to talk about box art and stuff like that. Like, there was a lot of cool shit that those guys did that wasn't just necessarily the episodes, but those was oh, also yeah. C-Lab related. Um, that's that's fuck, a really you, good idea. One of my friends We've... just got one of them white Debbie toys in her uh, Adult Swim uh, Carl's Jr. meal.
0: Whoa. That's so fucking that's sweet. Awesome.
3: That, like that you get that what when that joke was made in what 2004 like 2003 yeah. like it's crazy that like, they still like to this day like Adult Swim just still thinks that shit is hilarious I mean that's the only reason why they would throw it in there um, that's fucking I'm sure wild. there's a lot of kids that don't even understand which one it is or they just never came in older and love fast food so
0: I might really need to uh, get something at hardy's Harold's jr in order to get one of those adult swim toys because yeah seems like it seems like a worthwhile worthwhile come <laughs> up.
3: i'm i'm i mean as someone who's bought the kid robot like adult swim toys like this is a no-brainer for me to just go get a value meal and and uh <laughs> get a toy so yeah i don't know why i haven't yet i'm uh, i'm slacking off but yeah
0: well good shit um Without further ado, we'll sign off on this one. Dan, thank you for joining us. I, I enjoyed this episode. You guys will too. Uh, if you've freaking been for whatever reason, about. yeah, uh, freaking stay with us. We're in the home stretch, really in the home stretch, and we'll be rewarded with all the Aqua Teen you can eat soon enough here. So uh, <laughs> peace and love. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Al. J.I. signs off um, so. vicariously through me, and we'll talk soon. Laters.
3: Later, y'all.